Today's daf is Dav Zayin. We are holding about six, seven lines from the bottom of Vav Amud Beis. The beginning of the line is Rabbi Akiva Oimer. So we had yesterday, the Gemara had explained a machlokas between Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva. So the Brisa had said that according to Rabbi Yishmael, was the Tanakhama in the Brisa, he says, the Pazuk says, mate of Sadeo, mate of Karma, Yishalem. So Rabbi Yishmael came along and explained that even though the simplest understanding of the Pasuk is talking about that the meta of the obligation of Idis is on the property that is of the Mazik, he says that's not the way we, we understand because there's a Xerah Shava that it uses Sadeu, uh, Sadeu from when it says that the damage took place. So using that Xerah Shava, Rabbi Shmuel learns is that the Meitav is capped at the Meitav of the Nizak, which means that if the Nizak's property, his Meitav is only equal to the Zaburis of the Mazik, and the Mazik has much better quality land, but the highest quality land of the Nizak is equal to the lowest quality land of the Mazik, Rabbi Shmuel says, you fulfilled the obligation. Mate of Sadehu, Mate of Karim Yishalem. So we had a question, so what do you do with a simple shot in the Pasuk? And he said, that's somewhere where it lands somewhere in the middle, we're not gonna rehash that. Now, even though Rabbi Akiva was not clear, right, Rabbi Akiva just used the words. He says, Lo kosev edis, that the purpose of the Pasuk is to tell you that you collect Idis, and then he said, and Kalvachomu to Hegdish. He's making two statements. We're going to have to explain both those statements this morning. So the, the, the first one is that the purpose of the Pasuk is to tell me you have to pay Meitav. Now, the problem is that Rabbi Shmuel also said you have to pay Meitav. Just Rabbi Shmuel said the Meitav is calculated of the Meitav of the Nezak. So the, we had explained yesterday, which means, therefore, we can explain that what Rabbi Kiva is saying is, I know. I, the Pasuk's focus, the Pasuk is Meitav of the Pasuk, is not of the Nizach, it's of the Mazik, which means that irrespective of what quality of the land was damaged by the, uh, by, 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 by the, the Mazik, the Mazik's always going to have to give the Meitav based on his own Meitav. So it's, it's actually a stringency. Because according to Rabbi Shmuel, there's a leniency. You don't have to give more than whatever the makeup of the nizak is. If, you, if the, whatever the makeup of the nizak is, that's what the mazik has to give. Even though it's his worst property, he can still go ahead and give it. Whereas according to Rabbi Kiva, no, the makeup is an absolute. The makeup of the mazik it has to be the best possible property that you have, which is the mazik's makeup has to be given. That's why we explained the machlokas yesterday, and then we also have to explain that Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva added and kavachomer is whatever we're saying, it should be a Kalvachomer to, uh, to Hegdish. So now let's, let's take a look inside. So we give Hegdish. So my Kalvachomer Hegdish. What does it mean that's a Kalvachomer Hegdish? So now the simplest understanding would be that if a Hedyot means in, in cases where it's non-consecrated items, that if damage is caused by your animal, and you have to pay the best properties, Meitav. So Kalvachomer, if your animal damages Hegdish, then what? That would be the simplest understanding what the Kalvachomer of Yekiva must be referring. The one is gonna say it can't be. If you wanna say, is that it's talking about where our non-consecrated animal went and damaged an animal of Hegdish, that can't be. Why can't that be? Because the pasuk that discusses Meitav says that you have to pay when your shore, the shore of your friend came and damaged your field. Shoreeyu. So from there we end. Reeyu means that it's only dealing with your friend. Hegdish is not your friend. So therefore, Shoreeyu Amarachmono, that's where you pay for the damages incurred about Amar Rahman, in fact, whatever, that, whatever the reason for that is, but when, when your animal, according to the Chachamim Shito, when your animal damages a shore of Hegdish, you do not pay, there is no payment. Now Rashi discuss, discusses, till now we're talking about Shen Beregel, we're talking about going and damaging the crops of your neighbor. Why is the Gemara jump to the case of goring, right? So Raja says, Lavdafka, the same thing would apply. That limitation of Shoreyu that you don't pay 
is whether your ox damages the shore of Hegdesh or whether it damages a, the, the land of Hegdesh. The same thing will apply. That's his first shot. We're going to deal with that shot. He gives the second shot, but I'm not going to get complicated. So why is this like this? So bottom line is, so the Kalva Chomer can't be that if you damage in non-consecrated situations, you have to pay Meitav. So when you damage Hegdesh, Kosher can you have to pay Meitav because it's not true. Because when you damage Hegdesh, actually, you don't pay at all. So that can't be what the Kalvachomer is. So what is the Kalvachomer? So Elalomar Harei Alai Monolabedekabayis. The case is talking about where a person says, I'm obligating myself to give a hundred Zeus to the Bedekabayis. All right? The Azibah Gizbar, that the Kalvachomer is teaching me that the treasurer can come and if he wants to take land as payment, what quality land is he allowed to take? They're taking Meitav, that's what he's allowed to take. Alright, which means what we're basically saying is as follows. We're saying is that the Kalvachomer to be a Kiva made could not be have been talking about a Kalvachomer that, that goes like this. That if non-consecrated damages is Meitav, so consecrated damages, sure. that can't be the Kalvachomer because, because constantly when you damage Hegdesh, no, when you damage Hegdesh, there is no payment at all. So it can't be, oh, you have to pay Hegdesh. So therefore, what is the Kalvachomer to a case... Die, when you damage Hegdesh, there is no payment? You don't pay. When you damage Hegdesh, re'e, you show re'e, you only you damage your friend's ox, but not your own, uh, your own. So therefore, so what is, so what is the case, therefore? So says, uh, uh, so, so says the more the case talking about where you obligated yourself to pay, you made a donation. I make a donation of 100 zoos. Now the Gizbar comes after me for the donation and he wants to take from my property. This allows him, the Kalvachomer allows him to take it. If when you damage someone, damaging is similar to a loan. When you damage someone now, he owes you money, you're allowed to take his best. So when you owe Hegdish money, then uh, what? That, that, that would be the problem. Now that works because there is, you are obligated to pay when, it's, when, you, when you make a donation, when you obligate yourself. There you are obligated to pay. It's not like, like damaging Hegdish. So what it says like this. So the one says, but the problem is like this, is that why are you, you're jumping from what the rule is by damages, right, of, 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 of a non-consecrated item to, a, to a, where there's an, uh, a, 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 an outstanding debt. Right, that's what you're ju- you're jumping. You're saying it's similar. He says, but if you're going to already compare non-consecrated items to consecrated situation, then why don't you look at what's the normal law for a regular loan? If you owe somebody money, right, and you're paying in property, what quality property can he demand? So the Morin Gittin tells us is that Rachamim established bainanis. Whether it's with the Raisa, it's with Chachamim, but that, that's, it's, it's, it's Bain in this. It's the middle level. It's not, you can't give him the worst. You can't pay him back the loan in, with the worst property, but you don't have to give him your best property. What do you give him? Average. So what I was going to say is like this. So if you want to know what, what you pay Hegdish with, why are you bringing a proof from damages? Shouldn't it be that you've got to bring a proof of as, as when I owe... Money to Hegdish shouldn't be like a regular loan. And in a regular loan, what's the level? Bainanis. So therefore, Hegdish should be Bainanis. Why are you bringing a proof from damages? You should bring a proof uh, from, from regular from liability, from regular uh, outstanding loans. That's what you should bring a riot from. So what is like this? So it says, uh, Why should this be no different? If you owe money to the base of Hegdish, it should be like a regular Balchov, a regular case where there's a creditor and a debtor. Right, and the law is that a balchov, right, the halacha is that you give bainanis, you pay with the middle, right, with, with, with a creditor, you pay the middle level. So therefore, if you're going to make a comparison, you should be comparing it to a regular case of a loan, as opposed to bring a raya from, from, now you could argue, there is, it's a machlok is mesechas git, and maybe Rabbi Akiva's own personal shita is that even by loans, it's idis, right? That is idis, all right? So therefore, so therefore the kalvachomer would be like this. The kalvachomer would be like this: is that uh, when he says in kalvachomer that you have to pay 
for to, to base amigdash, you have to pay idis. Then the kavachomer will be. You're not actually bringing the kavachomer from damages. You're bringing the kavachomer from uh, regular loans. If regular loans, when you obligate someone and you pay in land, you have to pay with idis. The kavachomer, when you have to, when you made an obligation to pay hegdish, it should be with idis, right? That would be the kavachomer. They could, you could leave out. Damages I mean that, that we basically what Rabbi Akiva is basically saying is this is two unrelated things. He's saying first of all the halacha is that uh, that you calculate meitav from the mazik number one, and second of all that in terms of paying a meitav it's kalachomer. When you pay hegdish you also have to pay meitav. Why? What's the kalachomer? Because the regular loan you have to pay for the best. So therefore, based on hegdish you have to pay the best. That's what we're saying. So one says like this, but. Now damages does play a role, because I could argue as follows. Listen to what we're going to argue. We don't know. It's not clear in the Torah that if you say, I ob- obligate myself to give a hundred zus to base amigdash, and the treasurer comes after my property, it doesn't say clearly what quality land. So what was your kalvachomer? What, sh- what for sure the- should the quality of land be? Uh... It should be. It should be the top. Yeah, it should be it is because the regular loan you have to pay it is right. Right. So what I'm saying is like this, but that's not a good kavachom. Why? Because I'll tell you like this: is that damages does play a role because when you damage somebody, right? You also he also becomes your creditor to a certain level, right? Because now you owe him the money for the damage. So you could say it's like this. By a non-consecrated situation, by a regular person, when you damage someone, you have to pay idis. It makes sense that by a loan, awesome. you have to pay idis. But I could argue is that by hegdish, if I see that if you damage hegdish, you don't even have to pay at all. So even if you tell me where I obligate myself to give money, you do have to pay. I would but, think I have to do anything. I, I mean, I, I might have to, I have to pay, but how can I bring a raya that the, what I have to pay should be mena idis? Maybe there you can get away with giving zaburis. I, a regular loan, you have to pay idis, but a regular, by a regular loan, you also see by regular damage you have to pay idis. By hegdis, by regular damage, you don't even have to pay at all. So therefore, your kalvachomer, if you want to compare hegdis to a regular loan, is not such a great kalvachomer. That's the one I was asking. So the one says as follows, ikala mifroch, that if that's the kavachom Rabbi Kiva is making, that it's talking about to a, where the person obligates himself to give a hundred zuz to hektish, that it should be idis, because a regular loan, it's also, that's not a good kavachomer, because I can ask a pircha, I can ask, or I can refute it, because ma'ala ba'achom, shekhen yavakachom benazikin, a regular ba'achom, we see that also by nazikin, where you're a, a regular creditor, is similar in the case of nazikin, also by nazikin, you have a right to demand what? The best quality. Tomar, can you say thing by Hegdish? By Hegdish, where you want to collect, if, 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 if Hegdish wants to collect because someone damaged them, they don't collect damages at all. So therefore, by Nezokin, actually, it's, it's weakened. The, the, the Hegdish cannot, doesn't collect at all. So if the Hegdish doesn't collect at all by damages, who's to say that in a case of Baal Chov, that what they would collect is idis. Maybe there you collect with the the, 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 the inferior property. So, uh, so right, that's, that, that's the question. So one says like this, so we're back to our problem. What did Rabbi Akiva mean when he said that kalvachomer by damages you should have to, or kalvachomer by hegdish, no, he never said it was damages. Kalvachomer by hegdish you have to pay the best property, possible property, all right? So one goes back to the first assumption. So la'olam denagach turididam turidah hegdish. We're going back to where we gored Hegdish. Our ox, a non-consecrated ox, gored a consecrated ox, okay? Now, the Kavachom is over there, <coughs> is that by damages, you're going to have to pay Idis, because if non-consecrated situation, you have to pay, uh, you have to pay damages, mina Idis, so therefore by consecrated, that been our problem was that, but the Pasuk, say the Pasuk Lira'eyu teaches me there are no payments of damages if you damage Hegdish, well, then how can you make such a kavachomer? Right, the kakashalach, you had a question on us. Shora'eyu amarachmono, that's when you damage only for the shora'eyu. But lo shor shall Hegdish, but not when you damage a shore of Hegdish. Says the Gemara, that's not a problem. Because Rabbi Akiva doesn't pass him like the Chachomim. Rabbi Akiva holds like Rabbi Shimon Menasya. Now let me tell you what Rabbi Shimon Menasya learns. The Chachomim says that when your ox damages your friend's ox, you pay. So what did, Rabbi, what did the Chachamim derive from that? 
that you only pay for damages if what? If it's Sora'eyu, the friend of the, the ox of your friend. But if it would be the ox of Hegdish, then you wouldn't pay anything? Nothing. You don't pay. That's a tremendous leniency, right? You don't. Rabbi Shimon Azar says that can't be what the Torah is teaching. What? You damage Hegdish, you don't have to pay. So he says like this. Actually, it's a stringency. What it's telling you is like this. If your ox gores, your friend's ox, so there, if it's less than three times, you only have to pay half. But if it's then three or, or more than three, you have to pay full. That law doesn't apply. If your ox damages Hegdish, then the halach is there's no din of tam. I don't care if you're yeah, uh, you have to pay 100% all the time. It actually comes up being a stringency. It's not, you're right, it's not like a regular case like when you damage your friend's ox. That, that's the chachaman sheet. That's the chachaman sheet. You are going to pay, but not only are you going to have to pay, you have to pay 100% from, de- from the first glory. No. That's what it's coming to teach me. Now, if Rabbi Akiva learns like Rabbi Shimon and Manasya, then it comes out, then you can make the kava chomer. Then you could say is, that if by regular damages you pay ah, from the best property, so Chomer, that by Hegdish, which is more Chomer than, than by Hegdish, is not even a, a, a case of Tom. If you have to pay 100 cents, 100, for sure you're going to have to pay Mina Idis. That explains the Kalva Chomer of Rabbi Akiva. With me, but you have to say that Rabbi Akiva doesn't hold like the Chachamim, he holds like the Shimon Menasya. The sign we learned the bride of Shemanasi, I'm a social hegdish and not a social head. You know, that if an egg, if, if a, now this is, we haven't dealt with this case. We're not going to deal with it right now. He always, if the opposite happens, let's say a hegdish's animal gets, goes and damages a non hegdish animal. So therefore, Potter, the, the hegdish doesn't have to pay. We're not going to deal with that because that's not the case we're dealing with right now. It's the next piece. Shorjal Hedyot, if a non-consecrated animal, a regular owned animal that's not consecrated, Shinagak Shorjal Hegdish, a damaged Hegdish, Baintam, Bainuat, Meshalem, Nezek Shalem. Because that's how he learns. And that's what Rabbi Akiva holds. And since Rabbi Akiva holds that, then you can make a Kavachar, and then for sure you should have to pay what quality land? The Idis, the Idis, Idis, right. Not Zaburus. Not Idis, right. Now. The Gemara now is going to uh, ask the following question. All right, we introduced today's shear with the bri- with, with the Bryce that we learned yesterday. The Bryce of the two dots. The Bryce over there said Rabbi Shmuel says that the way you calculate the idis is based on the best quality land that the nizak has. Even if the mazik had better quality land, that's what he paid. Now, Rabbi Akiva was not very clear. Rabbi Akiva just said that the Pasuk's coming to tell you have to pay Idis. So we said, well, what's he saying? He said, well, we assumed that he must be saying is, that means the Pasuk's telling me that you have to pay Idis of the mazik, the best quality of the mazik, not the best quality of the nizak. That was Machlokus number one. And then Rabbi Akiva, and then we said, Rabbi Akiva saying a second statement, and Kalva Chomer, when it comes to Hegdish, you're also going to have to pay the damage mina idis. That's the way we explain it. So one says like this, now that you're telling me, now that you're telling me that uh, there, there's an art that Rabbi Akiva happens to hold like Rabbi Shimon Manasya, he disagrees with the Chachamim, then how do you know that Rabbi Akiva is disagreeing at all with Rabbi Yishmael concerning with, how do you evaluate the, uh, the, the quality of the land? Is it the Nizaks? Or is it the Mazaks? Maybe Rabbi Akiva is not doing that. Rabbi Shmuel Shmuel said one thing, is that the Torah says you have to pay the best quality property. How do you calculate the best quality quality property? You calculate it based on what the Nizak has. That's one thing. Comes along Rabbi Akiva says, and that way you have to pay the meta, that you have to pay the best, Kalvachomer, you're going to have to do the same thing by Hegdish. Maybe that's, maybe that's all Rabbi Akiva's doing. If you're telling me, Rabbi Akiva's saying is that since uh, uh, you might hold, like it's, you might be telling Rabbi Shimon you might hold like the Chachamim, and therefore this Kalvachomer doesn't apply because you don't hold that by Hegdish, you have to pay if you damn, if, if, uh, Hegdish, you have to pay anything. But since I hold that by Hegdish, you have to pay, and there's no dintam, so Kalva Chomer, what quality property are you going to have to pay? And therefore, maybe that's all they're arguing about. They're not arguing about whether you calculate it based on the Nizak or you're based on the Mazak. Because Rabbi Akiva never said Beferish that he says, but Mazak Shaminan. He just said the Pasuk's come to tell me you have to pay this, which makes a Kalva Chomer, that you have to make a Kalva Chomer text. That's the first question. 
Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Akiva, that which we just explained. The Machlokas of Yakiva and Rabbi Shmuel, yesterday we got through explaining the Machlokas and today. Who says they argue in the case where the Nizak's best property is equal to the Mazik's worst property and the argument is he give the, 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 the mazik has to give can give his worst property. He has to give the best of his property, which is how we made the machlokas between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel yesterday. Who says that's the argument? Maybe Rabbi Kiva doesn't argue in that point. He's not arguing about how do you calculate the fact that it is. He agrees. Yeah, the pasuk says that you have to pay it. Just how do you calculate it? Might be that that you calculate the way you do. But what he's adding is, but since I hold like of Shimon ben Asya, that when you damage Hegdish, you have to pay. So therefore, what are you going to have to pay? Kalva you're going to have to pay from the best quality property. That's all he's coming to say. You don't even have to make a machlogs when be king or be small anymore, whether it's benizik shamin or mazik. Everyone could hold benizik shamin on. And therefore there is a Kalva Chomer. And Rabbi Shmuel, there is no Kalva Chomer because you don't have to pay at all. So Kalva Chomer, you don't have to use it. I don't have to pay. So one says like this. The problem is, there's going to be three problems here. Two of the problems are based one, on, on the wording of Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva. Because like this. What did Rabbi, Rabbi Shmuel made a statement clearly is that when you pay mate of Sadeo, mate of Carmo, the posse that says you have to pay the best quality, what's the posse referencing? The quality of whose land? For Rabbi Shmuel. The Nizak, but the Nizak Shamin. Now, comes along Rabbi Akiva says, he, says no, no, he never said that. He said, Lo Baha Kosa. The posse, that's not the posse that's coming to teach me you have to pay mate of. Now, according to you, he's not arguing with Rabbi Shmuel about that you have to pay, the, that you calculate with the Nizak. He's only arguing about whether you can make a Kalva Chomer to a Hegdish. But he's agreeing with him that you have to pay that. It's more just like this. So therefore the problem is that, that the wording is, 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 not, is not correct. Because if he agrees with the way Rabbi Ishmael is learning the Pasuk, Rabbi Shmuel is learning the Pasuk, that when it says, Maitav Sadeh, Maitav Karm, it's going on the Nizak, and was, the way we explained it yesterday was he's coming to argue, I don't hold it's going on the Nizak, I hold it's going on the Mazak. Then you can say, that's not what the Pasuk's saying, this is what the Pasuk's saying. But if you all agrees with his interpretation of the Pasuk, then why is he saying that, no, that's not, that's not what the Pasuk's saying, Loba, Kosev, Ella, means clearly he's not agreeing with that interpretation of the Pasuk. So he must be arguing on that point as well, not just whether or not you can make the Kava Chomer. That's problem number one. Then what's the wording of Rabbi Akiva? That's problem number one. So in the, in, in, the, in the text, it doesn't fit well. Now, the next question is based on the logic. It doesn't fit well. Now, let me explain again. Let's, let's, let's just step back for a moment. When Rabbi Yishmael says that the, what, the, what the mazik has to pay is based on the best quality land of the Nizah, is that a leniency or a stringency? Probably could do either way. I mean, you could say it would be potentially a leniency. Oh, no, you've got to pay the best of the other. That's stringency. He's got to pay a penalty. No, no, I don't. I have, I have the Mazakas super oh, no, 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 highest quality. Right. So I don't have to give my highest quality. I, I can give my worst. I can give my worst as long as I. So therefore, there's no that. That's considered to be a huge leniency. That's a leniency. Right. Now, if Rabbi Akiva came along and disagreed with it, oh, you can't get away with that. You got to give your best. Of your best, that would be a stringency, yeah. correct? Okay. Yeah. Now, comes along Rabbi Akiva, then adds a second thing. And Kalva Chomer, that's what you're going to have to do by Hegdish, right? Now, if Rabbi Akiva is actually right, being stringent, if he's being stringent, then it makes sense. Because first of all, you're trying to be lenient, all right? And I'm saying that you have to be stringent. Not only you are you stringent over here, if you're stringent you're over here, Kalva Chomer, we're going to stringent back, because Hegdish, there's not even a din of Tom, right? So for sure you're going to be stringent. But if Rabbi Akiva agrees with Rabbi Ishmael, which means I'm agreeing that you're going to be leaning, then how can you say in Kalva Chomer that's going to be my Hegdish? Who says that would be doing? Maybe Hegdish should be even more stringent, not lenient. So that's the second point. Logically, it doesn't make sense. So what is like this? This is the second question. So what is it like this? Amar, and Imkain, right. Now, Imkain, no, that's the first one. My Kalva Chomer, the Hegdish. Second, what is the Kalva Chomer? You can only make a Kalva Chomer 
to Hegdish, you can argue, like we said, that Hegdish, which uh, you're more stringent than regular, because Hegdish, there's a tom, there's no tom. You pay 100%. So then Kalvachomer, you can't say Kalvachomer should have a leniency. It should be Kalvachomer should have a stringency, not a leniency. So that's problem number two. And the third one, the always does this, because this one is the one that really knocks it out of the water. We find a Bryce that says explicitly what they're arguing about. For Oid, Ha'amar of Ashi, Rav Ashi said, Beferish, Tanya Behedya, we have an explicit Bryce. So what does the Bryce say? Mate of Sadeh, mate of Karma. How do we explain that you have to pay for the best, middle of Zion of it all? Thank How do you know that you have to pay the best of your property? Of whose property is it? Mate, right? Mate of Sadeh, Shul Nizak. Who mate of Karma, Shul Nizak. Different Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel clearly says, like we said in our, in our Bryce, is that you have to pay calculated on the best property of the Nizak. Comes along of Yekiva Oimer, made of made of Carmo, Shel Mazik. So you clearly see that they do argue. They do argue in that point. So therefore, there's two points that Yekiva's making. First of all, it's made of Sedero, made of Karma, Shel Mazik. And there's a Kalva Chomer, therefore, that it has to be the same way by Hamish. That means clearly that shows it. Okay, let's go back to him. Now, Rami Le Abaya Rova. Abaya asked Rova a contradiction of Sukkim, right? Siv mate of sedeo, mate of karma yeshalem. On one hand, we find that by damages, what do you have to pay? The best. Mate of sedeo, the best property, the best, the, the highest quality of property has to be given. All right? Which is ma'ashim mate of in. That means you have to give the best. But miniachrini, to give anything that would be second best, then what? Well, you wouldn't be able to give it. Right? That one passage seems to be clear. Mate of sedeo, mate of karma, you have to give the best. Tanya, we're going to ask you a problem. We have another Pasuk. Now, this Pasuk is written, I think, by Bor. By, again, we learn all the Dalit Mazik and Rashi brought out. There's a linkage between all four of them. So what applies by any of the others applies across the board by the others in terms of the payments. So what does it say over there? By the, by the Bor, it says as follows. Bala Bor Yeshalem Yeshalem. The Bala Bor has to pay. So you've already established the fact you dig a pit and something, this animal falls in and gets damaged, who pays? The Baal Habar Yeshalem. And then it continues. Kesev Yashiv Lebaalam. The money shall be returned to the owner. Now that, that clause seems to be completely redundant. Obviously, if the owner of the pit has to pay, who's he paying? The, the victim. has to return the money to the owner of the animal. What do you have to make that statement for? Right? So from there, the Gemara Darshans, Yashiv, you shall return the Rabbi Shabbat Kesef. That you don't have to even give cash. You can give anything. Anything. I feel you super. You can payment. even give. What's as that? A as a payment. You can even give subin. Subin is like animal food. Alpo. You want to give the guy pay him off $10,000 with an alpo. And animal food, subin is like a coarse grain. You can give him that as well. You can pay him as long as it's worth $10,000. Which now that, that so, so what Abai is asking, it seems to be a contradictory messages. In one place, when you say mate of sadeya, what does that imply? Is that we make the damager pay from the best quality. And then Yashiv teaches you the Rabbo Subin seems to play, he said, anything's okay. Even the worst thing is okay, right? That's the most question. That's what Abai is asking Rabbo. So Moses is like Kasha. So Moses is the way Rabbo answered in first answer number one. Can me die to Kambal Korcha means like this. If when the uh, victim goes to the perpetrator and says, your animal damaged me, damaged my animal, or your item damaged my item, and he acquiesces without making a big deal about it. So then the Torah is lenient, and what can he use to pay? Pay, pay anything, that's fine. However, if you force him to sue you in court, and now we have to have the courts go after you, then what are you going to have to pay? Mate of Sadeh, mate of Karma Yishalem. So that's the answer that Rava answers Abaya. So therefore, if it's Midaito, Kam Midaito, Kam Balkarcha, one is if he does it willfully, and one if he's, he's, uh, he, uh, he's doing, we, we make him pay Balkarcha against, the, uh, uh, it's not willfully, it's against his will. The Amar Ulub Reidur of Eloi. So Ullah said, Dekanami, he's actually, if you look at the wording, the grammar of the verse, it seems to be like the saying. Because the Chsiv, Baal, it says, uh, Yeshalem. The Pazak says over there that Baal Habor, Yeshalem. Now he understands, Yeshalem means, shall pay, shall pay under all conditions. Meaning, 
not willfully. It means he shall be made to pay. That's how he understands it. Right? means Valkorcha. So you see that when the Pasuk that teaches us that you can give even animal food is, 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 Im- implies that that's talking about a case where he's being reluctant or resistant. That's the case that he can, uh, that, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, I, no, I'm sorry. No, the the, the, the Pasuk Yeshalem is going on the earlier Pasuk. Uh, The, the, early, the, the earlier Pasuk, the earlier Pasuk by, um, by Mate of Sadeh. Mate of Sadeh, Mate of Karma Yeshalem. The Pasuk that says, Mate of Karma, Mate of Sadeh, when, when does he have to pay the best? Yeshalem, when he's made to pay. Meaning, that's how you darshan. The, the other drasha was, Balabar Yeshalem. The Balabar pays, he can pay. Uh, Yeshalem is that... Uh, that Anything? What's that? So he's saying Yeshalem means that it's, if it's against his will, when, he, when, he's, when you're forced to take him to court. When you're forced to take him to court, then it's then it's uh, mate of karma, mate of sadeh, or Yeshalem. Yeah, that's what we're saying, right? If you're forced to go to court, then you're going to take his best. If he agreed right away, if he agreed right away, then, then you can give him, uh, then you can give, then, 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 then uh, degrees right away, you, then, 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 the, the, then, then he can pay, he can pay whatever he wants. That's what we're saying. But he wants to bring a riot because the person that teaches us Meitav is using a word Yeshalem, which according to at least the opinion of Ulub Rei Raviloi is Mashma Baal Korcha. I'm going to have Baya. Baya said you have your grammar wrong. Makes it Yeshulam. Yeshulam is mashma. It shall be paid. If we would have said Yeshulam with a vav there, all right, or a kibbutz there, that you would have read it as Yeshulam, which would imply it shall be paid means even against your will, then you would have a good raya. That when it's against your will, then it's made of sedeh, made of karma. Then you pay with land. But it doesn't say that Yeshalem Ksiv, Yeshalem is mashma. He pays. He pays mash could even be medaito. That means where he wants to pay, and still it's written. So, so your uh, your way of reading it actually doesn't fit well with the interpretation because it's mashma. The pasuk that teaches us that he uh, that that he has to give his best properties is the pasuk that also talking about where he pays willfully. So now you're back to your question. So why in one place it's saying even though he's paying willfully, we take his best properties, whereas the other pasuk says that he can even give uh, animal food. We're still back to that question. So El Amr Abayo, he says like this, Kidamar, he says, I'm going to tell you an explanation I heard Abayo learned by his uncle Rabba, and he also had Abayo's other primary Rebbe was Rabbi Yosef. All right. So here, when he says Mar, he's referring to his uncle Rabba. So Abaya's uh, two Rabbeim. Abaya in his life, he had uh, 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 Rabba, his uncle, and Rabbi Yosef. He's talking about Rabba, the Sanya. All right. Now, in order to understand the upcoming proof that, that how to under, we're trying to explain the contradiction between the two Sukkim, one main to Kamer Mitzvah means you have to give the best. And Kesef Yashiv Labala is Mashma, even Subin, you can give anything, even, do, even animal food. Now the, so, the, in order to understand it, we're going to bring a raya from here from the laws of Tzedakah. Right. What's the laws of Maisa Oni? You know, every first, second, fourth, fifth year, you take Maisa Shani and you go eat in Yerushalayim. And every uh, third and sixth year, you don't have to take the Maisa Shani to Yerushalayim because it's called Maisa Oni. You give it to an Oni. Also, this would apply to. The Ani goes into the fields, he's allowed to take and support himself on the fields. So the question over there, what's the threshold? What is the poverty, poverty level that allows a person to be called an Ani that he can allow to eat either the Maiser the Ani or take Lekat Shechat Peya? So Allah said, do you have 200 Zuz to your name? If you have 200 Zuz to your name, then you no longer are considered to be below the poverty level, you'll be, be the threshold of poverty level, and you cannot collect. Now, the interesting thing is that if you have 199 zuz, right, you can accept a thousand zuz for support, even though that thousand zuz is gonna take you over, over the poverty, it doesn't matter. As long as when you collected it, right, so therefore what he shouldn't do is take five zuz 
and then one again did 1,000, another 990, that you wouldn't be allowed to do. But at one time he takes it. But the point is 200 zuzus. Now, the issue at hand, this is an issue that every tuition committee deals with. What happens if the person is cash poor, but he has assets or property that are equal to 200 zuz or more? Do we say to the fellow, hey, you can sell your property and then you would have 200 zuz and therefore you do not get to be considered under the threshold and you do not, you're not below the threshold, you don't have a right to miser oni or not. So the halacha is like this. So we're going to say what, 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 what Rabbah taught. So, so therefore, Amar Abayek, Kidemar. It's like the explanation that was offered by my master, my uncle Rabbah, the Sanya. Now, Rabbah was dealing with a difficult b'risa. What did the b'risa say? Haresha, hayu loy botim, the person owned houses, sados, fields, crumming, vineyards, the enamot selemachron, and he's having difficulty selling them, right? He says, he doesn't find the sale, right? So now, machilin osa maiser ani ad mechza. We can give him up to half. Of mice on well, that's what we're going to discuss over here. So now the question is, what's going on over here? What's the case? So let's go. Rashi sets it up for us. Rashi says the person has. Let's make it easy. The person has properties that are worth two hundred zuz, right? They are worth two hundred zuz, and he comes for. He's having difficulty selling them, and he comes to get miser oni. We can give him up to a half. It means we're allowed to give him up to a hundred zuz. Okay, but allowed to give him up to 100 zuz, we can give him, all right? Now, that's, that's what it seems to be saying. And my master, Rabbah, was very perplexed trying to understand this price. So what exactly is going on over here? Hey, Chidami, what's the case? Let's say there's been a recession. Everybody's property values have gone down, right? Zol. And this fellow is also gone down, which means that even though it, his property was worth 200 plus, but now because of the recession, everybody's property is now worth, uh, is worth less, and his happens to be now below 200 zoos. He has the property that's worth less than 200 zoos. So therefore, together with everybody else's, I feel the time he lives with You should be able to give the guy a thousand zoos. Why should be able to give the guy a thousand zoos? Because I don't care that last year it was 200 zoos. The fact that right now when he stands in front of us, everybody's property has gone down and therefore his property is less than 200 zoos. He's considered to be an Oni. And if he's considered Oni, why are you limiting? We should only get 100 zoos. You should be able to give this guy a thousand zoos because he should be viewed as below the poverty line. Right, everybody with me? Everyone's just gone down. Ella, but what might happen is the following. You know what a fire sale is? Right. Fire sale is that sometimes the property is actually, everyone's property is actually worth more. But the bottom line is this guy can't get what everybody is getting. Why? Because everybody knows, what's that? He's under pressure. When a person's under pressure, when people know that you don't have a choice, then you're going to get offered less. So maybe that's what's going on over here. Tumorah says like this. Tumorah says, Everyone's property actually went up. The environment is everybody, the, 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 the economy is doing great, and everyone's property is going up. But the day, but his, I did the Isle the Nafik. Since he's been tumbling back and forth, he's trying to dump his property, he's trying to sell his properties because he doesn't have any cash. What has that done to his own properties? Ozil zal, so therefore Oze zal are. I'm sorry, they've dialed nothing. So therefore, Azuzi, he's going back and forth trying to get money. So zal are, he now has caused his own properties to go down. So now, if that's the case, says says Rabba, then again he should not be viewed as a really as an ani. Why? But he caused himself a problem over here by trying to sell his properties in a way that it made. But because intrinsically, what are his properties worth? More. They're worth two hundred zuz or more. So he doesn't have a right to claim poverty in this case. I. No one wants to give me that. That's your problem because of the way you try to 
uh, dump of your properties. We're not required to give him Maisa'ani, in, interesting, in this. He doesn't have a right to Maisa'ani. Maybe other forms of tzedakah he can get. But Maisa'ani or Peher Shechah, he cannot collect. So therefore, tsunami So the importance, even a little bit, even not even a hundred zoos, he should be allowed to get. Right? So Amar Allah. So therefore, my master Rabbah came up with an ingenious terrace. You know what the Pshad is over here? The Pshad is as follows. Now, just you have to know a little bit about the agriculture. In Tishrei, a p- agricultural property is going to be worth less than it will be in Nisan. We find that as well. You know, certain times of the year, the same house... Rents in different rates. Yes. Right, Some right. So therefore, here, but here for a different reason. Even sales, by the way. Wait until here to sell. You know, there's certain times of the year it's better the, but why is this? It's like this. In, 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 if you normally, if you buy the house in the summer, in, 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 then what you can do in the summer, the gla- ground is, is, is hard and dry. That's when they made the furrows. They would make the furrows. Come Tishrei, those furrows are now hardened and ready. You can actually now put in the seeds. When the ra- and the rains are going to come right after Tishrei, then you can already caparine that season's agriculture. Whereas if you waited until Tishrei to sell the property, you're not going to be able to get the benefit of the upcoming season. So therefore, land sold in Nisan is worth more than land sold in Tishrei. Okay. Now, this fellow over here, this fellow over here is standing in front of us in Nissan. Okay? This fellow over here is, I'm sorry, this fellow over here is standing in front of us in Tishrei. And he is saying that I need a handout. Now, he has land that even though right now, because it's Tishrei, it's going to be somewhat devaluated, but if he will just wait six months, and he would wait until Nissan, he would be able to get 200 zoos or more for the property. The problem is that today he cannot get it. Why can't he get that? Because today it's not Nissan, uh, it's not Tishrei, uh, it's, it's not Nissan, it's Tishrei. And in Tishrei, the land is devaluated. If he would wait, he would be able to get more for it. All right, everyone understand the situation? Okay. So, so now, the point is that it's not that nobody will buy it from him, but no one's going to buy it from him with the rates of in six months' time. So what Rav is saying, what the Bryce is telling, the, max, the maximum that this land can devaluate because of the time lapse, it'll never go, by, by, it'll never go more than, a, than 50% devaluation. Therefore, so... If it's worth anything less than 200 zoos, if it would have been 200 zoos in Nissan, it's going to be at least 100 zoos today. So the max you have to give him is up to 100, up to half. Now you might even have to give him less because the bottom line is we're going to give you 100 zoos and go sell at land. So you can only get 100 zoos for it, but then you'll have your 200. Let's say you can get 150 for it, then we only have to give you 50. But that's the shot over here. The shot is, is that because he's in a bind, he cannot wait to get its future value, he has to get its current value. The point is that the lapse between the current and the future is never going to be more than 50%. Therefore, we only have to give him a maximum 100 zoos, might even be less. We don't have to give more than 100 zoos because he could still get for this land today at a discount. If he sells it, he's going to have to sell discounted. It's not going to be more than a 50% less than he would have had to wait. That's the, that's the shot in the Bryce. Everybody with me understand the Bryce. Now, how does that help us? Remember, we're trying to figure out a contradiction in Tubsukim. One Pazuk says you have to give Meitav the best, and the other one says it could be anything. Right? So how we reconcile Tubsukim? So what Abaya is going to use a creative way of trying to apply what he learned from his uncle, the idea of future value versus current value, he's going to try and explain the Psukim that way as well. So now what's Abaya say? So let's take a look. Let's, let's read inside. My master said, like, Allah, on this matter. He says, Lo, Tzricha. No, it's, it's necessary. The case is a necessary case. To be Yomen Nisan, Yikra'ara. Yikra'ara. That in, in the in months of Nisan, where you can chaperine the new season, if you start the furrows now, the land is worth more. 
Beyond Tishrei, but in Tishrei months, Zil Arasa, it's devaluated because you're going to miss that season. The Kula Almanatri Adnissan, and therefore everybody would wait to sell their property in Nissan. Umizabni. That's when they would wait till then sell it. Vahai, but this fellow, Hoyil the Itzrik Lezuzi, since he needs cash right now, Zavin Kedahashta, he's going to have to sell it and he's only going to be able to get the rates, the current rates. So, ad pal So therefore, the, the, the way it works is the devaluation will only be up to 50%. Tvei, more than 50%, lav And therefore, you only have to give him up to 100 zuz or even less, depending on what he could get for this property that would be 200 zuz in Nissan, he would have to sell it in Tishrei, so therefore, you only have to make him, you have to, you have to make him up to 200. Whatever he gets for this property now, up to 200, that's what you have to give him. That's the way, that's how Rob explained it. So now the same thing is over here as well. So to the guy by the laws of damages. Now, the Torah says that if you use property, okay, to pay, so what property uh, do you have to give? You have to give idnis. Now the case over here is as follows. This is what the Gemara wants to say. Let's just explain this outside and then we'll see it inside. Ruvain damaged Shimon. Okay, now Ruvain has to pay Shimon and if Ruvain pays Shimon, he would have to give him idnis. That, that's, that's the requirement. Right. What happens if Shimon says to him, listen, your idnis happens to be far from where my current land is. I would much better take a piece of your bainerness or a piece of your ziburis as payment because that's, for me, that's better. Because why? Because it's much closer to where my current property is. That's why I don't have to manage property on two sides of town. I'd rather manage a property contiguous to where my existing property is. Everyone understand? What the, so therefore, there's a case going to come out that Shimon, the damaged party, might say, listen, I'm willing to forego on the fact that you have to give me this because I'd rather take the Zaburis because where your Zaburis is or your Bainanis is next to where my current property is. Okay, fine. So now, says Abaya, is that the damager, the Mazik, has a right to say as follows. Listen. If you would do take the idis, you take the idis, which is my requirement to give you the idis, then I would have to give it to you based on what the current value of this property is. Okay? Well, the current value over this property, the damage happened now. Let's say the damage happened in uh, Tishrei. I, you, I would have to pay you based on Tishrei rates. Now you're coming and asking me to do something for you which is different than what the requirement is. What are you asking? Instead of giving me idis, give me uh, ziburis, or I'm willing to do it, but the only thing is, I then will ask you to accept the value based not on what the rates are today, based on the rates for six months' time. He's ordering the opposite because Nissan is more valuable. In, in more, uh, what's that? He's ordering in Nissan, so you want me to wait so I'll give you the tish rate value then? No, no, no. T- it, uh, it's, it's more valuable. Oh, right, 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 right. I, I want to give you the tish rate value. Right. I mean, if you ask me to do something that's a change, right. as a favor, then I'm going to ask you to take the, it doesn't have to be, obviously 50% wouldn't be the, make sense, right, whatever. but whatever the, the difference is. Now, wh- now, the point is, how does that fit the psukim? So therefore, the one posix mashma, you have to give the best. You have to give the best is where the guy is accepting it is so that, and he's willing to take right then back. Now, if the guy wants you not to give him it is, so then you don't, and you're not going to give it, then he has to work out the, that means you can even give him, giving him animal food is just a way of saying is that you can, that the guy has to then work with you and give you the best possible rate, which might be the forecasted rate instead of the current rate. That's, that's how we're trying to explain the, the things. So let's see it inside. So with Hachanami Gaben Ezokin, right? Dine Be'idis, because the Torah mandates Meitav Sedeh Meitav Karim. Now, I Amar Leh, let's say the Nizak Shimon says to him, Havli Be'inanis, Tvei. I'm, I'm well, give me a little bit more of the Be'inanis. Obviously, you have to give a little more acreage because Be'inanis is worth less. Give me a little bit more Be'inanis, pour it a little bit more, uh, and, and, that, and let's call it a day. 
So he says, the Mazik can say, if you would be willing to take what your law would be, is idis, which is a requirement, then then I would be having required to give you the idis based on the current value of today, what it's worth today. But ilo, but if you don't want to take the idis and you want me to give you ziburis or benis, then I have a right to ask you to do what? Take it based on the future value. The future value. It's, it's, it's a real value because in six months that's what it'll be worth. So take it at its more valuable uh, uh, value back, what it's, what it's worth there. So I, no, 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 you see, you have it wrong. Because I want to give you. I, Right now, I was right the first time. If it's, if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's, it, it's right now, it's Tishrei. So it's Tishrei, let's say the value, the damage was $10,000 damage. In Tishrei, this property is worth $10,000, all right, in Tishrei. So, so I would have to give you the full property right now. In, in let's say, oh, okay. let's say in Nissan, it's worth, the property would be 1500 I would only give you three quarters of the property. Oh, okay. Therefore, but now you want to take, a, it is, uh, you don't want to take the idis. You want to take the Bainers as a Buris. So then allow me to count this based on its future value, which means it's worth more, and I don't have to give you it's as much property as I would have to yeah. give you right now. So therefore, so but if you're not going to take idis, then take it based on its, on its future, on, on what its future. So now, I understand what you're saying in terms of the mechanics, but the logic is not there. Right? For whose benefit did the Torah say you have to give Idis? Right. So now the fact that he's saying I want to take less than the Idis, now you're gonna penalize him for that. That makes no sense. I'm, we're interested in his benefit. Now you're gonna say that the Mazik has a right to say, oh, now they take back that's the whole purpose that it's for in, in his it's in his benefits. If he wants to say I'm willing to take back, you're not gonna penalize him for doing that. That makes no sense, right? And one other question. Mm-hmm. So Mazikul So Im you have weakened the, the, the strength of those who are being damaged. It's obeying is the because he's willing to take Bain Ziburis, now you're weakening his position. That makes no sense. The whole point, the Torah says give Meitav to strengthen the position of the Nizab. Not to, and now you want to weaken him because he wants to take uh, Ziburus of Bainanis. That, 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 that makes no sense, Bechlav. Fat Amar mi Bain Ziburus, Nami, Loy, that what? He's not allowed to demand to take Bain Ziburus. He, he, he's allowed to demand taking Idis. He doesn't have to take Idis. If he's willing to take Bain Ziburus, he's allowed to take that too. You're not going to penalize him for taking Bain Ziburus, right? So it makes no sense. So why is it like this? So El Amravachabar Yaakov Iikalidmuya. So now we're going to go off on a tangent. The Gemara loves to do this, right? It's like an ADD thing. You go, you know, we're 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 really trying to answer the original question. What's the original question? Why the two psukim? One says the best property. One says you can give uh, animal food. That we're trying to reconcile. Abaya brought in that my uncle Rabba said sometimes you can value things based on their current value, sometimes you value things on their future value. So Abaya wanted to say that's compared to the case of Mizokin. We, uh, we just said no, it's got nothing to do with the case of Mizokin. But he says if you want to compare your uncle's distinction, I'm going to show you a different way of how you can compare it that makes sense. But it doesn't really answer our original question. We're going to have to circle back. Our original question is how to reconcile the two Psukim. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're just now going on a side, a side note, right? right? So it's like, yeah, if you want to compare it, le bal like compared to a case of a bal because we already said earlier today that a bal a creditor, okay, if a creditor wants to collect property, he doesn't take from the best properties, but he's allowed to take, he doesn't take from the worst properties either. What's he allowed to take? Bainanis. He's allowed to take bainanis, all right? So therefore, madame le so the madame le bal bainanis. So let's say the creditor goes to the debtor and says, I, uh, uh, or the debtor goes to the creditor and says, listen, yeah, um, I have to pay you, I have to pay you uh, property, I, I, I'm going to pay him property, and I have, I have Bain this property to pay you. What if the creditor says to him, same kind of idea, he says, listen, I don't, I, I, I'm appreciative you want to pay me with the Bain this, but I know you also have Zaburis. I know you also have Ziburis, and your Ziburis happens to be closer to my existing property. So instead of paying me the Bainanis, 
Pay me with Ziburis. Right? So now the debtor said like this. If I would have to pay you with betaness, like the din is, then I would have to do it based on its current value. Right? And its current value, which actually is to my detriment because it's actually worth, uh, it's worth less right now. It's worth less. So I would have to, but if you're demanding a different grade, you're demanding Ziburis, if you're asking for the Ziburis, I'm willing to give it to you, but then it should be based on not what the lower current value is, it should be based on the, the, the value from six months' time. That is what's comparable to Rabba's scenario. So when it says like this, so Amale, Havli, Ziburis, Tfei, Purta, give me a little bit more of your Ziburis, and we'll call it a day. So Amale, the, 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 the debtor, can say to the creditor, Ishakil, Kadinek, Shakil, Kadahashka. If you would take like your din in Bainanis, then we would evaluate it based on what is today. But Eloi, Shakil, but if you're not willing to take Bainanis, you want to take something that's not your din, you want to take Ziburis, so Kiyukil, Kamei, then you should take it based on its projected value in six months. So again, Masgul Rachel Bereder of Ika, he says, again, this makes no sense. The truth of the matter is, the reason, either it's a Takanos Chachamim, right, let's just go with that, it's a Takanos Chachamim, that it should be Bebeinonis, right? The reason they did that is because you cannot have a society, uh, an economy cannot exist without lending money. You have to lend money. Now, in a Jewish society, it's even more difficult. Why? Can't even. So now, so therefore, we always do things to encourage people to lend money. So therefore, that's why Chachamim said that if a guy is going to pay back in land, don't give Zeburis, you should give Bainanis, because otherwise you might not encourage people to want to lend. I'm lending him land and money and you give me Zeburis? So you want to, that, that's why, now, the point is as follows, is that, 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 so the idea that has to be a Bainanis was, was whose benefit? For the lender or the borrower? The lender. Now that the lender is willing to take Zeburis, you're going to penalize him for taking Zeburis. Oh, you're going to, but I'm going to charge you that based on. They said again, the same kind of a question we had before. It doesn't answer the question. Doesn't so MK, now Alda does may love him. You're going to cause lenders to lock the door. The whole purpose of banners is to make people want to lend. You're going to cause them to lock the door. To Amale, because what a lender is going to say is, right? He says, if I would have had the cash, I could have bought that piece of Zeburis myself. Right? If I would have had that cash today. You want me now to accept it based on a higher value because I lent you the money? I'm not going to lend you money next time. Right? Yeah. Like so they have Ilu Havel If I would have had the money, I would have been able to purchase like the value of today. Right? Now my money, I lent it to you, so you have my money. So you're going to charge me. I have to, get, I have to pay, I, I, I'm going to have to calculate it based on the higher value of six months' time. Makes no sense. So therefore, if you want to, again, if you want to compare the idea with a six-month delay, this case is the right case to compare it. Compared to a case of Ksuvah's Isha. Now, a woman's Ksuvah, their Dalach is that she can't demand a high quality or even a middle quality. You have a husband has a right to pay her, the ex-husband or the estate can give her Ziburis. They can give her Ziburis. So they have a Ksuvah's Isha, dinner be Ziburis. Now, here now it works out. If let's say she goes over to the estate or she goes over to the ex and says, listen, I know you can give me Zaburis, but I have property that's next to your Bainanis. So would you pay me with a Bainanis? Now he can, now he has leverage. I only have to give you Zaburis. If instead you want to get a higher quality property, I can demand of you, I'll give it to you. If what? If you evaluate it based on its Future value. Now that makes sense, right? Because that, that, because it's not like you're hurting her. She's asking for the benefit over him. So why is like this? ihi. She goes to the husband, the ex-husband, or the states. I believe the bainanis Purta, Give me bainanis a little bit less because you don't have to give the same acreage because it's bainanis. If you would take the Ziburis, then, then, I, then you, I would have to give it to you based on the current property rate, which hurts me, because I have to give you more land, because the current property rate is less. But but if you don't want to get the Bainanis, and you want Ziburis, which I, you don't want to take the Ziburis, but you want Bainanis, which I don't have to give you, then then I'm going to make it more, more valuable based on the future value. Anyway, but let's circle back. We still have our difficulty. What's our difficulty? How do you reconcile the two psukim? 
So I'm a Rava. So Rava says like this. Call the Yahiv Le Mimetav Le So Rabbi has an, a, 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 a creative answer. He says, means that the Pasuk of Metav means that whatever you give, you have to give the best quality of that item. So you want to give Elpo? I don't know what the levels of dog food is. You have to give the best dog food. That's what it means. You don't have to give, you just, the, the Pasuk of Metav doesn't mean, it's not like a contradiction. Once you have to give the best one, give the worst. No. Whatever you decide to give, Make sure it's the best quality of that item. You want to give jelly beans? Get the best jelly beans. That's, that's the way you have to explain it. So uh, says it more like this. The problem that Gmore has with that, that's not what the Pazik says. Where does it say meitav? It doesn't say meitav of everything has to be meitav. It said meitav sadeyo, meitav karmo. The only thing that has to be the best quality is what? The land. The land. What it says, meitav meitav karmo. So Ella, therefore, let's go back, a new, go back to drawing board. Ella, rather. They came from the yeshiva, from, from the yeshiva, from the yeshiva of Rav. Pershua, this is the, the way they explained it. The Gemara is saying like this, is that truth of matter, anything, any movables, movables, money, cash, or even other items that are movable is considered to be like meta. Why is it like meta? Because even if I can't get the price for something right here at this time, I can go somewhere else and sell it. The thing that you get stuck with that cannot be moved is what? Land. Land. Land you can't move. Land you're stuck. Location, okay, you're stuck where it is. So therefore the point is like this. So if you're paying the guy in land where the person doesn't have an ability to sell it off in other places, then the land has to specifically be meta. If you're not using land, but you're using anything else, anything else is considered to be the best. No matter what form it's in, it's considered to be the best. Because the bottom line is you can shop it around or take it around and get the best money value for it. You're not tied to the place exactly where it is right now. That's what the Prashad in the Pasuk is. So he says like this, call mealy all other items other than land, mate of who? Because even if you can't sell it right here at the best value, you're going to find another city where you can sell it at a better value, another place. The only thing you can't say that for is land. Why can't you say it by land? Why? Because land you can't take wherever you want. So by land, you have to make sure that the, it's, it's, it's transferable to money. The only way to ensure that it's transferable to money is if you give him what? The best quality of it. So people are going to jump at it and want to buy it.